That's probably my favorite song by my favorite band, Guns N' Roses. So, like I said before, this is Panic Attack with Big John. Like, share, subscribe, leave comments, all that awesome stuff. Follow me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. And lo and behold, when we thought she couldn't, the gift that keeps on giving, maybe the GIF, G-I-F, GIF, is it GIF or GIF? Tim Pool pronounces it GIF, G-I-F. I pronounce it GIF, but what the hell ever. Uh, the, the human walking, talking meme that is Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, a liberal I used to like. Still like her till she opens her mouth and lies. But she did this GQ magazine article. Everybody's been talking about it. Uh, she is fundraising off of this article. Uh, that's not what everyone's talking about. Everybody's talking about the content of the article. But now, I just saw in the news, she's using this as a fundraising tool. Um, the only way I could possibly uh, see anything positive of this article is if uh, you're a super AOC fan, a super liberal woman who believes Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's lies, and that's about it. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's uh, filled with racism. I think it's a hit piece on America. I think it's a hit piece on men. Uh, and we'll get into all, into, into, into all of that. Uh, I wanted to... I didn't want to read this article. And I've pulled it up twice now to... Well, yeah, it's a new day. So twice now today and once yesterday. I was debating on buying the magazine. Thank God GQ publishes their stuff online for free so I didn't have to pay for this because I didn't want to increase the magazine sales <laughs> yeah I'm that petty I don't want to increase her magazine sales by one not that she makes money off of this interview but they go. it goes down statistically oh this was the biggest selling, I don't know if it is or not, or if it will be, uh, but, you know, statistically, oh, I, this is the biggest selling issue of GQ magazine ever, theoretically, it's just, I don't want to be a part of making that happen, if it does happen, if this happens to somehow become one of their best selling magazines, because she's on the cover, and this interview is in there, I don't want to be a part of that statistic. Now, with the fact that nobody buys magazines anymore, 
that probably won't happen. It probably will not be the best selling issue ever. Unless this world has become so demented and this country has gone so far to hell that people, women probably, and some guys that want to look at her, will run out and buy this magazine. Uh, and the, the article is filled with lovely model-esque photographs of her, uh, two of which are the thumbnail to this video. Uh, I'll try to share it on Getter and Twitter for those of you listening to the podcast. Uh, but <laughs> I was scrolling, and there's a, a big close-up of her face, and then I, there's some more text. And then there's a side, a profile shot of her face. And instantly I thought, mug shots. <laughs> so I, I made this lovely meme. <laughs> uh, I think it's hilarious. I don't know about you. Uh, this meme says, suspect Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Why is that the only thing she pronounces with a Spanish accent, by the way? Her last name is the only time she says anything in Spanish, in a Spanish accent. Uh, inmate number 0069. Get it? 69. Everybody's favorite number. Crime. Liar, liar, pants on fire. That's the meme I made up. Pretty good, huh? Yeah, for the, for the weirdo I am, I come up with some good shit. I think I do. I don't care what it was. Thanks. Alright. So, what caught my eye was, uh, there was another meme going around. Uh, I saw it on Instagram, and I was just gonna take it, but I couldn't find it because I forgot whose Instagram posted it, and I wasn't gonna search. Um, but it said... That she had her doubts about being in an interracial relationship. And as I read through that this article, uh, skimmed it really. Uh, it's broke down into like sections. There's bold print, and then there's, you know, uh, they talk about whatever topic. So the sections that caught my eyeballs. Uh, there was also another meme out there about uh, she cannot run for president because most Americans hate women and women of color. And, I, and when I see these things, I assume they're taken out of context. I don't believe everything I read online in a conservative post. So I had to find out for myself after my initial curiosity about the article died down. Uh, these memes that came out on thing, uh, places like Breitbart and uh, Students for Trump and all the other ones. Jack Posobiec maybe. Uh, that got my interest back up when I saw these excerpts from the article. Did she really say that? Is that in context? Because they didn't put it in quotes. So I don't know if it's 
in context. It's something that is implied. If it's if they read something and then they implied it. Okay, so I Google it, hoping that some uh, outlet would have. Sorry, I just finished eating a midnight snack of pizza, and I can feel pizza crust in the corner of my mouth. Even though it's probably microscopic, it's bothering me. Uh, had to wipe my mouth there. Um, but anyways, I have to see these things for myself. You know, uh, because I know even conservatives, even the the groups, the organizations I like and trust will exaggerate things. Well, there's no greater exaggerator, or in her case, liar, than Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Her lies have been proven and caught over and over. The media, of course, does not share them. All right, so all that context, I get into this article, and she talks about she really did say she, or the article, they say that uh, she wasn't sure if an interracial relationship was for her. And I thought to myself, this is 2021. Or 2022, my bad. If you have... doubts about being in an interracial relationship that's your own prejudice in fact it's almost racist (laughs) okay Uh, in fact my first thought was when I read that I was like isn't that racist to think that way so here's the the full paragraph from the article. Late last year, Ocasio-Cortez and Roberts found themselves discussing their New Year's resolutions. Riley, oh, that's a real manly name. Riley, he's a big white goober like me. Him and his pasty white feet and those gosh awful sandals uh, I hate sandals and flip flops I think I'd like to chop off the feet of anybody that wears sandals or flip flops half y'all don't trim your damn toenails before you put them on anyway alright so Riley had a particular priority in mind it's my resolution that perhaps we can get engaged by the end of the year, she recalled him telling her. It's my resolution that perhaps... So he resolved to propose to her, and he, wa- he wasn't sure, he was not sure she would say yes. Is that what perhaps means? 
Perhaps we can be engaged by the end of the year. She recalled him telling her. And I said, oh, really? Well, you're going to have to woo me. You're going to have to convince me. After all this time, why should I? Ocasio-Cortez told me that she's never considered marriage inevitable. So, she's somebody that, I mean, I've always wanted to be married. Haven't found any poor, unfortunate woman that would go along with that. But she's seen herself as single for life. I mean, nothing wrong with that. And there's not nothing wrong with one, with uh, you know dating one person and just being a couple that's happy. <laughs> Uh, I know a lot of people that they date and they call themselves husband and wife. I know I shouldn't say a lot. I know two couples that they date and they call themselves husband and wife, uh, but they're not legally wed. Uh, or now I guess the term is partner, but whatever. Um, her relation goes on to say her relationship with Roberts who is white. They had to throw that in there. Raised its own particular questions about identity and belonging. Huh? This is where it gets racist. She wasn't positive about an intercultural, interracial relationship. Let me read that again. She wasn't positive that an intercultural, interracial relationship would be the right fit for her. So she's been dating this guy since two years into their college life, their college experience. They met in college when they were 19, or she was 19 anyway. And they started dating a couple years later. She's now in her 30s and they've been dating all this time. And she's not sure an interracial relationship is for her. So what have they been in for the last 10 or 12 years? That wasn't... I guess some people don't consider a relationship... Unless you put a ring on it, maybe. Maybe that's what she's talking about. Or the author's talking about. Uh, Okay. Then there was the fact that their lives had changed so much so fast. Well, she was recruited by Justice Democrats because she had a look. She was politically interested and active. And yeah, you know, being a congresswoman, being a a public figure, uh, is a big deal. It's it's a, a life changer. But they went through the change together, so whatever. A lot of men told, or a lot of men, okay, a lot of men. She told me, 
only believe they want an independent woman, successful woman. A lot of men, she told me, only believe, believe is in italics, that they want an independent, successful woman. That's sexist. To generalize a lot of men, she's 32-ish. She's been dating the same guy since she was 21. Maybe, I mean, obviously relationships that long, dating relationships, have offs and ons. But how many men does she know? How many men has she dated? And what makes her a what makes her an independent successful woman? She's not even proven that to me. But obviously she's proven that to this author and to herself. And believe me, she loves herself. So the quote is the moment you start being yourself, they kind of freak out. You're 32. How many men have you dated? From what this article says, in her second year of college, she started dating her current fiance. So there couldn't have been a lot of men in that time frame. But she's, she's trying to talk like somebody older and wiser than she is. Someone with more experience than what she has. More of that later. So, okay, let let me start the quote over. The moment you start being yourself, they kind of freak out. (laughs) Freak out, man. I think it causes a conflict within them they didn't even anticipate. Wow, now she's a mass psychiatrist to many men in America and the world. She knows we have inner conflict that we don't even know about. Wow. What is she, Yoda? It's not even a deception. It's just they uncover insecurities they didn't know were there. Well, thanks for letting me know I'm insecure. I didn't know that. Uh, I always, in fact, there's a, a strong, independent, successful woman. I knew in high school... And through occasionally bumping into her, uh, I'll say her name, Lisa, at the stores and different places, I knew she'd become successful, but also knew she was married, unfortunately. When I found out she was divorced, I pounced. She rejected, but I <laughs> wasn't going to let this opportunity uh, pass me by. And it's because she's successful and independent and strong. Now, luckily for me, she's Lisa is also dating a goober. I shouldn't fucking say that. She might. He, he, well, who cares? 
and I shouldn't say she's dating this guy because I've only seen one picture of them on social media. But anyways, so my friend, my lady, my female friend, who's my friend, uh, she's the kind of woman I, I, I dream of. But according to AOC, my own, my insecurities that I didn't even know were there will overcome me. It, this whole thing, it, you know, I just, I, and speaking of the interracial relationship part, I'm sitting here going, didn't she a few weeks ago come out and say that she herself is multiracial? I thought I read that somewhere where she says she's part African, part this, part that, yabba yabba yabba. And I guess, you know, when, you know, they're, they're throwing this word out there now, person of color, women of color, more about that later. Uh, she's, she's all over the map and she's like a, a teenager in a lot of ways, in my opinion, where I just remember, you know, these, these kids in school that thought they were so smart and they were like oh we're so philosophical we're we know we're so much smarter than the rest of you because we get good grades and they had all the book smarts in the world and the ability to regurgitate what the teacher told them but they didn't have the brains god gave a pissant when it comes to common sense just an observation. The observation is AOC is not full of wisdom or philosophy. And this whole article is a hit piece on Americans and particularly American males. And my final thought about this section, about the interracial relationship that she's not sure was right for her, even though she's been in the interracial relationship for a decade, it sounds. It sounds like it's... I just jotted down here in my notes. Do these liberals live in the reverse 1950s where they are the segregationists and racists? Well, that wouldn't really be reverse because in the 50s and prior... The Democrats were the, the, the segregationists and the racists and the slave owners. It was the Republicans that were the abolitionists, the integrators, uh, and the, the fighters for civil rights. Okay? Uh, and that's never changed. We're still the people say we don't care what color you are we don't care what race you are we just want everyone to do their thing live their life and become successful on their own where the democrats are like oh you're black you're spanish you're this you're a people of color you are oppressed yeah by the democrats and we have to lift you up through, through social programs. But anyway, 
It just feels to me like she's the, the racist and the segregationist <laughs> in this uh, article. Uh, when it comes to abortion, she said something I felt was ridiculous and weird. The article says when she found out the Supreme Court gutted the constitutional right to an abortion. First of all, there was never a constitutional right to abortion. There was a prior Supreme Court decision. And this Supreme Court said, and this was even more constitutional. This Supreme Court said the right to an abortion or the legalities of abortion revert to the states, not the federal government, because it's not a part of their power under the Constitution. But here's what she said, and this is her justification for aborting a baby. Quote, for almost every woman that has gotten an abortion there's a man who has either been affected or liberated liberated by that abortion too so aborting a baby is a liberating action for the man and the woman it's liberating giving freedom to here's an idea freely use a prophylactic a condom a rubber a jimmy hat a glove you know what I'm saying no I mean all right <laughs> this is where the article gets funny because it's so full of baloney AOC knows the power of personal testimony Rote they called her most the most talented political communicator of her generation. This is a direct quote from the article. Most talented political communicator of her generation using her social media channels. And I'm sitting there like, it talks about her story of the January 6th, which has been proven that she lied her time frame of the actions of that day don't line up with the time frame of what really happened. And the person she thought, well, she did come true, come clean about this. The person she thought was an attacker was a Capitol Police officer who was there to save her. There was a bomb threat and they evacuated and she made it sound as though 
it was one of the rioters banging on her office door. And all we know is one thing the Capitol riot didn't start for a while after the policeman rescued her during the bomb threat. And two, it was not a person threatening her, it was a policeman there to save her. So her time, her timing of the panic of she thought it was a rioter breaking down her office door doesn't line up because the riot started well after this policeman saved her uh, or took her to safety uh, due to the bomb threat. Now, there have been other many lies she's told on her social media posts, her live streams, her drunken ramble while she was putting together Ikea furniture, all of that, okay? But I guess it's easy to be considered a good communicator when you're compared to Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and Nancy Pelosi. Uh, <laughs> Here she goes again, being sexist and racist. Can, will she run for president? She tries to sound and act philosophical, and the author goes along with her. The author at this point says this is the first time the conversation slowed down that AOC looked down at the arm of the chair she was sitting in. She took a slow sip from her tea or coffee or whatever it was she was drinking. And she broke eye contact with the reporter. I hold two contradictory thoughts in mind anything is possible so many people in this country hate women and they hate women of color now I left a few words out here and there to to shorten that up but this is her these are her exact words according to the reporter. I hold two contradictory things in mind. Anything is possible. So many people in this country hate women and they hate women of color. What? Huh? All right. What the F is she talking about? Why do Democrats insist on making 
large chunks of the people, the population of this country, the enemy. Painting so many with a broad brush stroke of you're sexist, you hate women, you hate people of color, you, according to Joe Biden, MAGA Republicans and Donald Trump are the enemy of America. Why paint so many of us with a broad brush stroke like that? I'd love to see a woman president. Condi Rice, not Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, not Hillary Clinton. But does she realize Kamala Harris is the vice president, right? Kamala Harris, who constantly talks about woman of color, woman of color. I'm a woman of color. And it's been proven she's a woman that slept her way to the top. If Hillary Clinton had not run into the juggernaut that was Barack Obama, and if she was not an asshole, Hillary Clinton would have been president. In fact, in spite of the assholeness, if Hillary Clinton had not run into Barack Obama, who just uh, obliterated everybody in that field with his charisma and his ability to connect with people, Hillary would have been the first female president. Now, by the time she got to 2016, one, technically she did win the popular vote, Trump won the Electoral College, but, okay, so yeah, right there. How do you say so many people hate women? Hillary Clinton won the popular vote in 2016. This is all in her head, all in AOC's head. Let me rephrase that. And it's in the head of a lot of liberal women because of people like AOC out there preaching this on television and whenever and wherever and whatever. But this whole article this whole article is nothing but a hit piece on America with far left-wing socialist democrat ideology that America is a bad place that hates women and hates women of color those are AOC's words that as a Latino woman, Latina woman, Latina, she isn't sure if an interracial relationship is right for her, even though she's been dating the same white guy for a long time. <clears throat> Maybe she's just a confused kid in her head. She's a millennial. Their, their heads have been so stuffed with 
liberal ideology and wokeism by their teachers and professors and other liberals women of uh, let's say Nancy Pelosi's age that did grow up when there were stereotypical roles for women have filled this millennial generation of women's heads with you're oppressed no the millennial generation is not oppressed racially uh, by gender or sex or anything else they're one of the freest generations everybody has equal rights and a lot of intelligent people of color Candace Owens uh, Brandon, Brandon Tatum David Harris Terrence Williams will tell you that the Republican Party the party of supposed racist which we are not we are far from it we are electing more and more women and women of color and God I hope Myra Flores and uh, what's the other one? There's, uh, there's another Latina woman down by the border, Monica. I can't remember her last name. Uh, I hope they win. I hope Herschel Walker wins. I hope Mamet Oz wins. Four people of color, and they've taken they have taken prominent roles in the Republican Party and prominent roles in American politics. And they've owned it. How can AOC, with a sound mind, supposedly a sound mind, say that America hates, most Americans hate women and women of color? It just doesn't hold water. Her, her theory does not hold water. So... There's another thing in the news I read today that's totally barbaric. Actually, been listening to this for a couple of days, maybe. But it shows you how far down we've really gone as a society. And it's not on racial or sexual lines. It's something I want to talk about our our woke liberal big cities and how they're being destroyed by liberalism and it's becoming fatal literally so let me break and we'll come back and talk about that in a moment in a momentary Next segment will only be a few minutes. Alright, so this is wild and woolly stuff. This is insanity, literally and figuratively, at its worst. Puff up the old cigar here. 
So, listen to this. There was a woman beheaded in the streets of L.A. It's like, dude, it's like America's turned into a third world country. Especially our major cities. And it's all because of these soft on crime cities. They're soft mayors. They're woke district attorneys. They've ruined our big cities. So this woman's name is Karina Castro. They, her family said she was the woman that was beheaded. Her family says that the father of her child was diagnosed schizophrenic. And that he used that as an excuse for his violence and abuse of their daughter. Okay, like that's not bad enough. So, in the lovely social media world, the news, uh, I don't know what, what channel I watched this on online, but the, the news channel... That I watched this on. um, It was like KTLA local news or something. Karina had a heated Snapchat argument. With this boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend. Her baby daddy. She had a seven-year-old and a one-year-old. The one-year-old was with this uh, man that killed her. She said she was going to expose him for being gay. I mean, I guess to him it was a big deal, but big enough a deal to kill her. And she was going to expose his conviction for raping a minor. That she was going to make public to all his friends that one, he was in a sexual relationship with another man. And two, that he had been previously convicted of raping a minor. Huh, what, huh? Why was this guy out of jail? Why was he out on the street fathering children, at least one child? I'm sure there were more, because guys like this are scummy. But he should have been imprisoned for life because he raped a child. Ain't no way in holy blue hell this man should have been out with the rest of the public. Secondly, this goes to the mental health crisis in this country. If he was this severely schizophrenic, she had a protective order against him for abuse, but she kept their, she kept open a relationship, or should I say, she kept in contact with him according to this article. But she had a protective order on him. If he's so schizophrenic that he's violent, 
no psychiatrist, no court-ordered psychological evaluation that sent up a red flag that this man should be locked away for his schizophrenia. We don't do that anymore. We don't put the worst of the insane crazy in a mental hospital and just say, fuck you, you can't be part of society because you're crazy. Uh, I, I guess not. I'm assuming these are like rhetorical questions I'm asking myself. His, Her family said that he was on schizophrenia medicine, but he drank heavily, which you should not do when you're on that type of medicine. I'm on eh, mediocre, medium low grade medicine for anxiety. And my doctors tell me not to drink alcohol with my anxiety medication. So I haven't drank in five or six years. Sucks. But I, I, I can't even enjoy a, a beer while I'm watching a football game or on a special occasion because I listen to my doctors. But this is America turned a third world country. Violence in our inner cities is a million times worse than the mass shootings, which are terrible. But the everyday violence in the streets of L.A., Chicago, New York, Detroit, any of our major cities, that violence is millions of times worse than the mass shootings with the Antichrist AR-15. Okay? The evil rifle that the liberals want to take from us are evil guns that they want to take from the law-abiding citizens are nothing compared to what goes on with illegal handguns in the inner cities. Another case in point, you had a deranged man with a pistol that he had con uh, or somehow was converted to a fully automatic pistol. You can't buy a fully automatic pistol and he bought he probably bought it by illegal means because he had prior felonies. Another person who should have been in prison still, but I digress. He live streamed his killing spree, walking up to people as if he needed help, and then pulling out <coughs> an automatic handgun and boom, killing people. Went on for several hours, almost 24 hours, as a matter of fact. I think the first killing was at 1 a.m. And then he surrendered to police at like 9 p.m. But this man with this Karina, they got into an altercation outside her house. Her children were safely in her apartment, thank God. 
they were arguing. He went to the trunk of his car, got out some type of weapon. We, we, uh, I assume a machete or a sword of some sort and beheaded her. The neighbors describe how her head was underneath her car or underneath a car, pardon me, and her body fell over the trunk of the car. My God, these people need psychological help now. They are now scarred for life. And here's the problem with keeping guns out of the hands of ordinary citizens. I'm sure these people were scared. I'm sure when a, a, a maniac is wielding a saber of some sort, that you are frightened to death. You're not just going to run up and try to tackle this guy. But one good person with training and a gun could have ended this man. And yes, I do believe if you're a bystander and you see someone else allowed to, about to be murdered, you should be allowed to shoot the perpetrator who is wielding a blade and is about to kill another person. Now, odds are, if Goofy asks me, and we're in Ohio, where there's constitutional carry, I see a guy with a machete or a sword or whatever he used about to behead somebody. I'm going to pull my gun out. I'm going to cock it. And I'm going to say, back up. I'm going to say stop. And if they don't, if they start to swing that sword or knife or machete or whatever at the other person, I'm putting a bullet in them. I, I may go to jail. Hopefully there'd be a jury with enough common sense to see, oh, you saved the life of a good person and injured a bad person who was about to commit murder. Of course, the argument against that is, well, you didn't know he was going to murder her. You didn't know she was going to die from her wounds. Do we have to wait until after good people have been murdered to stop somebody? Hopefully there would be a jury with enough sense that says, Oh, well, this dude raped a child. He has other convictions. He has a protective order against him. Big John was the good guy. And the judge will let me off with some kind of probation or maybe nothing at all. If they have an ounce of common sense, God gave a piss ant, but... This is why good people should be allowed to have firearms for self-defense and for defending others. Sorry, not sorry.
if I see a son of a bitch walking into a crowded mall or a store, the first time they brandish that rifle and point it at people, I'm putting a cap in them. I'm going to save lives, even if it hurts me. Even if they, some asshole prosecutor hates me, and believe me, they're out there because I'm kind of a political prick. Or some filthy Democrat attorney, district attorney wanting to make a name for themselves, prosecutes me and makes me the bad guy like they tried to do with Kyle Rittenhouse. I would gladly go to jail for saving lives of people. Well, I wouldn't say gladly, but I'm willing to go to jail because what if the person whose life I save is the next leader of the free world? What if it's the person that that really does cure cancer? Which Joe Biden is not going to cure cancer, by the way, people. What if he's the person that, or she, what if they are the person that that brings world peace? What if I, I just save a good human being's life? No, we have to always find the negativity in the good person. And it's almost like we're now rewarding the bad people in this country. I don't get it. I don't understand, but I do understand liberal, panty waste, woke mayors in our big cities have ruined our cities. Woke, weak district attorneys are ruining our cities, and they're trying to spread that to the rest of the country. They're starting in the big places, and then you got little copycat shitheads in the little places that, yeah, man, soft crime, less jail time, you know, get out of jail free, no bail, that's the way to go, man. And, hey, man, it's making America worse. Huge upswing in crime in our, our major cities coming to a neighborhood near you soon so with that with that end of rant god bless y'all pray for one another and uh, see you next time on panic attack with big john